This episode is brought to you by Blue Apron's Meal Delivery Service. Fresh ingredients, incredible recipes delivered weekly to your door. Skip the grocery store and make incredible meals at home with Blue Apron. Always ship free right to your home. And now, the listeners of Dainty Thug, y'all will get $30 off for your very first Blue Apron order. To order... And to help keep this show free, go to our network website at cspn.us, then click on the Keep Our Podcast Free link at the top of the page. From there, scroll down to the Blue Apron link and sign up for your first order. Blue Apron through cspn.us. Do it today. Get your food. Cook some good recipes. Hey y'all, what it is? What's poppin'? Yup, 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 yup. I am back. I know the last time we had a conversation, uh, I told y'all that I was going to not do like big, large gaps and stuff like that. But child, there's a lot of things that happen. <laughs> Let me tell you. Um, well, I want to say that I am now, um, on the CSPN network. They have welcomed me. All right, so I had to find a new home, first and foremost, for Dainty Thug, right? And um, now I'm back, and I'm about, and I'm on fucking Spotify. So I want to say hello to all the motherfuckers who are listening to me on Spotify right now. Um, so I'm really hype, and I'm ready to, like, cut loose and get really turned now. So... All the shit that y'all loved about Dainty Thug before. So, I'm saying all that to say, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, and I'm ready to turn up. So, you know, I be chilling on social media as always, and I was coming across a series of posts across platforms about, mostly in the um, black and people of color sections of social media, whether it's Black Twitter, uh, Black Facebook, Wokebook, or that's how some people call it. And, you know, where a lot of social justice issues and commentary and, and activists and writers come together and they're in this section of social media. And it's where a lot of interesting things happen. So, for the past couple years or so, there has been an uprise of <clears throat> a lot of black uh, non-men and feminists complaining about men that they are meeting in these spaces that are still abusing them. And by abusing them, I don't always mean physically abusing them but abusing them like manipulating them and basically acting like you know top tier trash in these spaces and in these particular spaces you know it's claimed that accountability is is what people are searching for but a lot of it for certain people could be very performative and it kind of brought me to think about you know how we're in this, we're in this, this political climate where 
you know, a lot of people are trying to be very aware of not just who they are, but how they navigate through society. So a lot of, you know, women that I know are very active vocally, physically, financially, um, professionally on social media and, and activism. So whether they're creating campaigns, whether they're protesting, whether they're actually working in politics, they are, they have different outlooks on certain things. And a lot of things that they talk about is not just racism, but also education, also, you know, women's health, also, um, gentrification, like everything across the spectrum that affects marginalized groups. And of course, one of those topics always comes up is sexism and misogyny and, and how women get treated by men. Of course, with the whole men are trash movement and the whole stating, and now that is actually a banned phrase on Facebook. Um, it's always a pushback, right? So like the, off top, the majority of men, not all men, the conversation. So we're not going to talk about them because that's just a given. But there's a select few that'll be like, yeah, I know men are trash. I'm trash. I'm trying to do better. You know, I'll do, I'll do whatever it takes to not be as trash as the rest of them, right? So when that happens and it occurs when people want to change, you know, the normal reception of people accepting and, and being accountable for their flaws is to work with them, right? You, you, you know, you know, you fuck up and you know, you have fucked up, but you want to be a better person. So with that, people embrace you. They are willing to give you the spoons and they're willing to work with you to keep you held accountable for your actions and to, you know, generally just watch you grow. Now, the issue here is, at least in my opinion, I see a lot of men, you know, not the majority, obviously, <clears throat> But I see a lot of men, you know, uh, going out their way to like drag other men and tell them that they're trash and do the labor essentially, right? And they get in with a lot of uh, black feminists and womenists on social media and what ended up happening is they start regurgitating the information that these women are already doing, whether they're writing it, whether they're making their own thing pieces, whether they're just collecting tweets or whatever the case may be. The men take that and then they like regurgitate it to like other men and women or whatever the case may be. And then women, other women see it and they notice what the language is. And they like become a little vulnerable maybe 
and they feel like, okay, this dude, he might be cool because he's friends with XYZ and they follow him. So maybe he might be safe, right? That's the impression. And what happens from what I've seen so far, these men get into these social justice circles with uh, black women and other people of color and they start using their leverage of, I guess we're going to call wokeness, I guess, to get closer to these women. So I've, you know, read stories that, you know, men have, you know, gotten money from these women. Um, I even read something that someone faked they had cancer and was collecting money and some dude was like couch surfing and yeah, he was collecting credit cards, getting his bills paid. The latest episode I've read is some dude was dating like multiple women and he was already engaged the entire time. So I just want to get to the point where I've said this before and People have kind of like, kind of pushed back on what I said, and they felt like I was being divisive. But I just want you all to hear me out when I say it. Anyone, any, and I want to make some comparisons too. Men can't be feminists. They can support feminism. They can support the people who are feminists. They could rally behind feminists. They can fund feminist programs. Because here's a, here's here's my logic, right? And I want you to let me know what you think. You know, the oppressor can't be part of the oppressed. It's the same as white people walking around claiming that they're pro-black. You can't be pro-black. You could support black people. You could support, but you can't actively be pro-black. That's not your space. That's not your lane. And no matter what you do, you can't be pro-black as a white person. Okay? And I don't I don't do picnics and cookouts, so fuck what you heard. But it's just you just it can't do you just it's just don't even think about it. But the reason why I say men can't be feminist because they navigate society as a man. Even if you sit there and you talk about the issues that affect women and even if they get it as a man, they still, they grasp it, they understand it, but they have to be able to use their man, their manhood and their position in the society to help women. It's impossible for every man to help every single woman they come across. Like that's, I'm just being realistic, right? They're going to pick and choose, you know, and a lot of men pick and choose. And a lot of men, you know, are silent when they see other men being trashed towards women. And let me, I just want to like, you know, run down some things that, you know, men who say that they're feminists or, or, you know, they're down to protect women, what they do in silence, which is equally as hurtful and abusive. So, you know, when, if you've ever seen like your guy, 
you know, talk shit about a girl that he don't even know, like catcaller and, you know, kind of like street harassment and you kind of like laugh it off. You've just, you know, been complacent to some bullshit, to some trash, because even though your friend didn't hurt her, you know, he embarrassed her. He, you know, brought more attention to her than she probably wanted. And you didn't say anything. If you have seen your friend or your brothers or your cousins disrespect another woman and didn't say anything, you're complacent. I just saw a video on Facebook where a guy somewhere in Baltimore, a guy hit his girlfriend on the bus and men just ignored it. So all those dudes who, you know, even though they probably say I have never hit a woman or I've never hit a woman. If you see a man hit a woman and you do nothing, you're complacent to women being hurt and abused. And usually the, you know, excuses well if she's still in the situation she clearly like it no you as a man are supposed to use your privilege when you see someone with lesser privilege you're supposed to inject your privilege to right or wrong you know that's what you're supposed to do so my that's my issue with men calling themselves feminists because they really can't be feminists they can support feminism and a lot of times they use that adjacent community to be a different kind of predator and what I mean by different kind of predator is a predator in a way they just want to lurk in these communities and do the same shit they was already doing before they got in the communities. You know, find a couple girls with some friends, start fucking around with them, lie to them, deceive to them, you know, uh, cheat on them, you know, make them cry, lie to them, lead them on. Like, you don't need to um, call yourself a male feminist if you're still doing the same bullshit you chastise other men for and then think by just saying sorry it's okay because it's not because you look like a fraud because you can sit here and call out other men but when it comes to yourself you have absolutely no um you have no type of understanding how you hurt women and other non-men and I refuse to believe personally that these men who are purposely and intentionally and have a track record of doing so are just so blinded by their own their own actions that they just can't control themselves now let me tell y'all a story this shit is based on a true fucking story okay this shit happened to me and the shit was so goofy that at the end of it all i was thinking to myself you know this some this some real nigga shit like only a man would do some shit like this right so for you all who don't know me um uh i have a magazine called fabulous mag and part of that magazine has a really popular editorial that has really grown in the past couple years called My Superheroes of Black. 
And part of that is I created a community around my popular editorial, which basically promotes black owned businesses, um, black creatives, you know, black art. And for the past few years, I attend New York Comic Con to purposely and intentionally cover all the black creatives at New York Comic Con. So I've made a really I've met a lot of really cool black artists and creatives and done interviews with really cool people like um Jean Grey and Tanhasi Coates. So that's what I do, right? That's my thing. So part of this community, um it's like over four thousand people. So part of this community is to quintessentially expand my network but also share my network, right? I was, you know, I try to be, um, there's a, it's a, it's a level of altruism to it, but I just, it's, it's had its up is down. <laughs> the up part when it's really, really popping is really cool. Um, because it's able to like bring a community together to do a lot of fun shit. But when shit goes left, shit goes left. Okay. So, this is one of the first things that went left. So there was a particular artist that I was actually um, campaigning behind. And by campaigning behind, I meant like sharing his work, using his work for like articles. And um, uh, I was going to feature him in my magazine. Uh, you know, just basically sharing his work with my community and, you know, just vouching for him because, you know, when you believe in a motherfucker, you believe in a motherfucker, point blank, period. And there was a situation where uh, this person had deleted their profile and, you know, I believe they had wrote something that was a bit jarring and, it to be cause for concern. So I emailed them and, you know, I asked them if they were okay. And they kind of just seemed like they were like, you know, bugging out a little bit. And that happens with creatives. You know, that happens with artists. You know, whether you have mental blocks or you're frustrated or you're on a deadline, you know, it happens. It's common. Sometimes you just need to talk it out. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's quite normal. So this particular artist, you know, he kind of went on a rant in two different communities, but he, it was the same topic. He was basically calling out men, telling them what they do or what are they doing to protect and help women. And I saw how the conversation went in one community and I said, okay, I guess, (laughs) you know, and then he brought it to my side and I put another, uh, fan, a former fan of his told him, you know, that he admired him and, um, he, uh, really looked up to him and thought his work was great. And he was just like, I don't need your compliments. (laughs) I don't need your compliments and don't fucking tag me. I said, whoa, okay. And you know, it was an interesting reply to a compliment. I mean, but hey, everyone does that. No, you know, you don't have be nice for what, right? Be nice for what, I guess, whatever. So I said, okay, he 
doesn't want anyone tagging him. And in my community, you know, tagging people is kind of like part of the interaction. And I felt bad because I'm like, he doesn't want anyone to tag him and I tag him all the time. So then I started to think that, damn, I've been irritating him all this time. (laughs) What am I supposed to do? You know, like, I don't know how... I'm looking for a logical way to process that, you know, because you don't want to, I don't want to be harming anybody on purpose. And I definitely don't want to be irritating anybody. So, um, I said, you know what, let me, let me think about this because this is really interesting. And so I tried to have a conversation like, you know, and he was kind of like flipping and really was like, you know, court with me and, um, and kind of like one word responses. So I really didn't know how to read that. You know, I said, okay, maybe he's having a bad day. So the very next day, very next day, uh, there was a post very next day in my community. There was a post saying like appreciation post, like, tag someone you appreciate or something like that you have a crush on something like that or whatever and multiple women started tagging him and of course he loved it he took all the love with appreciation of course obviously and I was like hmm sir you just barked at somebody less than 24 hours ago after displaying the attitude that you're pretty much a better man than the rest of these individuals. And you made a uh, declaration that you don't want to be bothered and tagged by anyone in this community. Yet here we are. A whole bunch of women tagging you and you don't seem to be bothered by it. You know, what the fuck is the deal? What's popping? What's, what's really good? <laughs> Honestly, I can't even remember the goofy shit he said. It was like real silly. Some real silly shit. I was like, well, you know, we have to rectify this because I don't want anyone, you know, doing something that you don't like and not knowing it. That was my whole, that was my whole line of thinking. Because if you tell me one thing and I couldn't gauge whether he just wanted certain people to tag him or I I couldn't gauge with it. And when you have thousands of people in the community, you know, you have to think about the whole community versus just individuals. So I did what I logically thought was I could do at the time. I was like, well, I have to remove you. (laughs) until we come up with a solution I didn't block him or anything like that I just said I I don't know what to do right now you know I can't cater to your particular needs and I don't know what to do so I removed him oh boy (laughs) and he bugged the fuck out like it went from I'm not mad that I was out the community to fuck Erica, fuck everything about her, fuck her magazine, (laughs) 
to let me to buy and sponsor ads saying that I weaponized his mental illness against him. Like, bitch, where? Where are the receipts? Like, <laughs> okay. And to like, this was like as a whole smear campaign from something so minuscule. This is the shit that men do. You know, this is what men do that claim that they're here for women. Here is, you know, myself, right? Myself, you know, uh, hosting, moderating, and created a community that focused on, you know, what I, the content that I particularly care about to giving him the privilege to be part of this community. But because he's a man, he felt obligated to my community because for some reason, I don't know. I have, I had no beef with the kid, like none whatsoever. It's just that, you know, previous to all, before he started bugging out, previous to that, you know, he would like, he would tag me, how, how, how ironic, and be like, you know, this is a person you all need to follow. These are the people I respect. So these very interesting things that, men do just to be more visible they attach themselves to certain people to gain visibility in these marginalized communities and this is why i'm not gonna go as far as say that um men can't be trusted even though that's like my gut feeling but men that are self-proclaiming feminists are dangerous and they're dangerous because they will take any opportunity and I mean any opportunity to prove that they are more of a feminist than the actual women and non-men of said community and they will take a and of course of course and these you know, marginalized spaces, you know, there will always be capes up, you know, and that's exactly what happened. There'll always be capes. Um, other women will come to the men's defense. I've seen it happen, you know, like, first of all, I'm, I'm not going to go out of my way and cape for a man that's wrong and goofy. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I, he could go sit his ass down somewhere and take a chill pill. But I see women, no matter how wrong they are, and I guess this is like a level of pick me shit or whatever, but, um, I would see women go out their way and cape for niggas who are in the wrong, right? Just because they might not particularly like the person that this man is beefing with or trying to beef with. But I've seen, and you know what? Some of these women are still, well, now I'm lying. Maybe one or two are maybe connected to me. One I don't even talk to. She just be on my page. She knows me, I think. I'm convinced she just knows me. But women tend to throw other women under the bus over dick. And that's when, you know, it becomes real, real interesting because you see women who I don't it's, it's really interesting to really put in words because I don't want to like denounce people who are coming into their 
um, their understanding of black feminism because a lot of it is new to them. And that's another thing because when people are new to information and new to new knowledge, they tend to overcompensate. And by overcompensate, I mean, they, they tend to like do the most with the least and whether it's, ten- it's in- intentionally or unintentionally, it just shows. So you have a lot of baby black feminists who use opportunities, especially when men are involved, to kind of like flex their little, you know, feminist muscles. And it's like, ma, he's not oppressed you know, he'll be all right. He'll survive. But again, it's hard for a lot of women to be feminist because they still center dick. And that's really the main issue here because they allow these men to run rampant and to get way too close to have way too much leverage because they're still censoring dick. Stop censoring dick. Because once you censor dick, your whole line of thinking is compromised. It's compromised because on one hand, you're vocal about this issue and this issue, but behind closed doors, you're getting played like a video game. But I'm about to help y'all. Because if it's just a little dick you need or whatever, or you just want to get a little spicy in the bedroom or something, I gotta, I gotta, I'm gonna hook you up right now, right now, right now, okay? You need a little spice in your bedroom, you know, you can surprise yourself or your lover with an adult sex toy, video, and accessory from Adam and Eve. You know, that's all you gotta do. Get you a little toy, you know. And I'm going to help y'all. If y'all listening right now, Thanksy Thug Podcast, you can get 50% off discount on any item available at Adam and Eve. You can use this discount on vibrators, sex toys, lingerie, lubes, lotions, condoms, videos, or whatever naughty novelty your heart desires. Okay? So, if you want this discount, visit the official site of the cspn.com. US, then select the Keep Our Podcast free link at the top of the site. And you scroll down and you click through our Adam and Eve link at the bottom. Then go shopping. And when you check out, put the promo code half off at the checkout to reduce all the item prices for up to 50% and you get free shipping. So there's no reason to be a pygmy if you can get sex toys for half off. You heard? Now that I've provided you with some options, (laughs) you don't have to be subjected to poorly informed men who believe that they can be feminists just to pry in spaces because quintessentially all they do is talk over women. That's basically what they do. Self-identified male feminists just talk over women just like self-identified pro-black white people use that label to talk over black people because they don't need to be teaching us like self-identified male feminists don't need to be preaching i just don't want y'all to get y'all feelings hurt i don't i'm just you know i don't want y'all to get played um 
you know, I just, I just see it a lot. And I just really want y'all to be aware of the men, you know, men would do almost anything to be in spaces where the majority are non-men at. And I just want y'all to keep that in consideration. Because usually when um, men say that they're cool with feminism, it's not that they're cool with the work. They just think that they're going to get with some sexually liberated woman and they don't really care about body counts. That's not what feminism is. And that's definitely not what it all entails. So I just want y'all to be aware of the motivations that these men have. All right. So I'm just telling you from what I've seen and what I've personally experienced, self-identified male feminists are extremely problematic. And just keep that in mind. You know, when you see them and you hear them online or in the streets, just, just keep your, keep your extra you know, keep your spotty senses on, you know, and just be aware of how they move and operate. Because trust me and believe me, there's a story behind them. And there is a, a, a lot of baggage that you probably don't want to really deal with and fuck with. All right. So I'll holla at y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Shout out to all my new listeners on Spotify. We're almost at 3,000 subscribers after 13 episodes. Well, this is 14. So let's keep growing. Let's plan a party. Like, for real. That's what I want to do. I want to plan a party. Once we get to, like, 4,000. Let's make the goal 4,000. 4,000 subscribers, I'll have a party and we can all drink and have fun and talk together live. All right. So, um, yeah, hit me up. Y'all know where to find me. Fabulize Mag. Y'all can find me on Facebook at My Superheroes of Black. Um, also, please support us on Patreon. All right. Patreon.com slash msab fabulize mag f-a-b-u-l-i-z-e-m-a-g is because of y'all support this show is able to grow we're able to get busy in public and do our thing all right so talk to y'all soon later